Hello, everybody. My name is Daniel Prince, and I am the host of the Once Bitten podcast. This is a podcast focused on Bitcoin. It's my mission to interview as many people as I can around the different aspects of Bitcoin and help people understand exactly what Bitcoin could mean for them and for their families and for their future. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you so much for listening. Hey guys, welcome to this edition of the Once Bitten podcast. Joining me on this one is Max from Hoddle Hoddle. I'm sure you've heard of Hoddle Hoddle before. They are actually the company behind the Honey Badger conference, the Bitcoin Honey Badger conference in Riga. So I'm looking forward to getting across to that and meeting Max in person and any of you plebs as well. I know there's a big bunch of UK Maxis going, so I'm looking forward to meeting you guys. There's going to be a UK maxi house with about 15 guys in there, I think. So <laughs> it, it's going to be a scene out of Animal House, I swear. Some some really wild days are coming to Latvia. Beware. Before we get into the show, uh, let's make sure you guys are supporting the show sponsors as well as they support you, the Bitcoin plebs out there just trying to stack their sats in the safest way possible. You can use swanbitcoin.com forward slash bitten in the us that will give you a free 10 bucks when you sign up if you are global and you want to use swan and you got some money to spend on bitcoin there's swan private if you're gonna uh, allocate about a hundred thousand dollars i think hundred thousand dollars over 12 months then swan private have got you you will get your own assigned um expert person bitcoiner maxi and they were going to talk you through the whole thing. If you want to get to their conference, it's Swan Bitcoin. I'll put together the uh, the Pacific Bitcoin Conference. Links are in the show note for that with a discount. Now, the Swan of Europe are Relay, R-E-L-A-I.ch. You can download the app, start stacking away. And again, they have a private service for you if you're going to start stacking some good size. Take advantage of these companies. They've been built for you. Coincorner.com or an exchange, you can smash buy it and you can set up your auto buys and you can buy your bulk cards. Attach your bulk card to your Coincorner app and start using Bitcoin payments where merchants are adopting Bitcoin as a payment. Use the Lightning Network and just use your bulk card, your NFC tap and go card. It's an amazing thing. Shiftcrypto.ch, have you covered for stacking safely get a hardware wallet use the bitbox 02 bitcoin only edition do not have your coins stolen from you in any way or lost in some kind of hack just get them in your possession get across to riga as we discuss in this also hit up amsterdam bitcoin amsterdam is going to be huge the, uh, the Miami conference organizers are now coming to Europe and they've chosen Amsterdam as their first city of choice. Get across to Prague for Liberty in Our Lifetime, put together by the Free Cities Foundation. Peter Young is putting that together and uh, I'm going to be there myself and Stefan Levera, another prominent Bitcoiner. So there's going to be lots of different talks. It's not all Bitcoin, that one. It's about parallel systems. And if you want some books, get onto Consensus Network. Stop using Amazon because you can use Consensus Network and use Bitcoin for 10% discount and use Bitten for 10% discount and buy as many Bitcoin books as they can transform into as many different languages as possible. It's a pleb movement. Buy from plebs. And check out Ungovernable Misfits for their merch. 
that Max and Mr. Crown are throwing down. Enjoy this ep with Max. All right, Max, we are recording. Great to, great to meet you officially and uh, looking forward to seeing you in person in Riga, actually. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you. Uh, great to meet you as well. And looking forward to see you and many other people coming to Riga this September. So Samuel is here stepping in for Lauren. This is uh, my son, Samuel. Lauren usually asks the, the first question, his twin sister, but she's, she's busy at the moment. Uh, so you're coming in to rescue the day, aren't you, mate? Yep. All right. Now, what is your question for Max? All right. So my question for you is, what is a peer-to-peer? Well, peer-to-peer is uh, basically when you trade or you do some activities, we, we refer this to trading or lending any financial activities without any middleman. So uh, how to explain to you. Let's say you want to sell something to me and uh, I want to buy something from you. And in imperfect world, which is traditional finance is at the moment, there would be your dad who would say, you cannot do this directly. You need to first sell something or give something to me and I will pass it to the max and I will take money from the max and I will give it uh, to you back. And for this uh, kind of weird services, um, he will take some kind of charge interest. If you're, for example, selling me a piece of pie, he will eat a chunk of the pie and he will take a part of my money. This is how most of the banks in the world work. Now, when it's peer-to-peer, then it's basically I have all pie to myself and you have all my money. And this is how peer-to-peer works. This is how Bitcoin works. So when you send me... Now, if we go to the money, on on the level of the money, uh, like now, if you want to send me... uh, You're in UK, I think, at the moment, right? In France right now. In France. Okay. Uh, You're in France. I'm in Baltics. So if you want to send me, um, let's say, 10 euros uh, because you want me to buy some local goods, uh, you will have to send it uh, through your bank and bank will send it through maybe through other bank or if we're lucky, we have one bank, but we still need to use a middleman between us. Now with Bitcoin, you just send me directly. There's no middleman. So you send me your Bitcoin and I will receive it in my wallet. And that's what peer-to-peer means. So the word, the word peer, actually, Samuel, is just another word for friend. All right. If you think about so, it like that way. So it's basically person-to-person, if I might refer to that. So it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a direct interaction between two persons. And uh, it's called peer-to-peer. Anything else or other models, they usually include someone in between. Okay. Makes sense? Yes. Do you think you could explain it to someone else now you've been taught? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm not very good at explanation, you know. uh, But who knows? You're good. You're really good. It's just that it's a lot of words to remember. Everybody explains something differently. differently. Exactly. Mm. We can't have just... The, the same definition for everything because people teach and learn in different ways. 
Yeah. So peer to peer must mean something to you now, which it didn't before because you didn't know what that meant, did you? Yeah. It's like you're you you and your friends are all exchanging Pokemon cards. That's just peer to peer trading of Pokemon cards, right? You're, you're a bunch of peers, you're a bunch of friends, um, but you you guys all know each other. Uh, with, with I actually. I actually have another great explanation, okay. which, which which I used a couple years ago. So let's say you want to buy a chocolate bar. Uh, if you go to supermarket, you are buying a chocolate bar from supermarket. You are not buying a chocolate bar from a person who created this chocolate bar. And if you will go to your local market, you will buy it most probably from the person who actually make, made this chocolate bar. So when you go to the market, it's peer-to-peer. Uh, -peer. And when you go to the supermarket, it's not peer-to-peer -peer because you're buying from the supermarkets. And usually supermarket buys these goods from, from the person who made it, and there's a middleman. So it kind of worked that way. All right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. All right, cool. Any other questions? no no that was the main one all right yeah. fair enough all right well do you want to say goodbye to max and thank you thank you max thank you thank you very much bye. i hope that you will remember this bye-bye yeah i i hope you will <laughs> bye see you um another time there's a podcast or whenever we meet see you well see you as well bye thank you cheers bye-bye Cheers, mate. Well, um, yeah, I mean, that's a good kind of uh, lead up to what HODL, HODL is then. For, for those listening, um, why don't you just kind of expand on what you've uh, just discussed with, with Samuel and myself and uh, a little backstory to why you created uh, HODL, HODL. Uh, yeah, well, HODL, HODL is a peer-to-peer -peer trading and lending platform where people can uh, trade uh, trade Bitcoin, basically buy and sell Bitcoin uh, from other peers or people, and and, and uh, sometimes it's it's legal entities. Uh, and uh, same way with lending, they can also directly interact. Uh, borrowers interacting with with lenders, so everyone can become a lender. Everyone can become a borrower. Uh, the main, I think, the main criteria are not only peer-to-peer, -peer, but it's also non-custodial. So all trading and lending activities are happening through multi-signature escrow or address, which we every time when there's a trade or there's a lending contract, we create this unique multi-signature address uh, on public Bitcoin blockchain. So it's very transparent in that sense. And another thing, it's Bitcoin only. So we don't have anything else, only Bitcoin. Uh, so we try to stick with, uh, I think, three core values explained in uh, Satoshi white paper. At least I saw that. It's peer-to-peer, -peer, no custody. So basically self-custody or uh, distributed self-custody and, uh, and Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin only. Uh, we've been... Uh, We've been operating since uh, 2018. Uh, the first was trading platform. And then in 2020, we launched the lending platform. So it's it's basically, it is what it is. Uh, uh, we, we are 
uh, we're building on top of uh, we're building on base layer on chain uh, and we're we love non-custodial solution and we want to keep it that way all right okay so let's um let's get into a little bit of the language for those yeah. listening that might be um I, I think probably the difficult the most difficult thing for people to probably get their heads around would be uh escrow and yeah. uh distributed uh self-custody and multi-sig yeah the, these are these yeah. are big words so it's, uh, it, you know <laughs> it's, 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 it's basically mostly the same so these are all words explaining one thing so let me simplify this now uh if we are talking let's say about the trade when trade happening on hodl hodl there's a buyer there's a seller um let's say seller created an offer and there's a taker uh, who is a buyer, they create an offer. And when they create an offer, we create uh, a unique multi-signature account, uh, which has three signatures or three keys, as we say. And these keys are distributed between parties involved in that trade. So one key goes to the, land, uh, to the buyer, one key goes to the seller, and one key goes to the platform itself. So we're basically, we don't have any uh, unique access or we cannot move funds from that escrow. Why? Because uh, the escrow works by the consensus of two out of three. So you need to have at least two keys in order to move funds from that escrow. When we create that escrow, uh, seller sends his Bitcoin that he's willing to send to that escrow. Uh, buyer sees that, hey, Bitcoin are locked in escrow and he understand that with one key that is owned by, by, by the seller, he cannot move these funds back when he will transfer the money for that Bitcoin. So he can easily transfer funds then for that Bitcoin. And as soon as the seller received these funds, he actually signed the release transaction with his key. Buyer signs the release transaction with his key. They have two keys and Bitcoin goes from the escrow directly to the wallet of, uh, of the buyer. So it's basically game theory, you know, everyone is protected uh, and everyone needs to obey the rules or play by the rules of the code. So code is low, low in that sense. And um, uh, of course, we can always interact in the trade if there's a dispute, let's say buyers saying, hey, I, I did send money, but uh, he didn't release coins in my favor. Uh, then, then there's a dispute. Then, then, then there's a dispute resolution process, and effectively, at some point, we are going to determine who's who's the winner, who is the loser. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it works that way. So imagine there's a safe deposit box with three keys. Three keys are distributed between three different parties, and in order to open the box, you need to have at least two keys. So this is how it works. Uh, yeah, for more general public, that kind of my explanation to that. For Bitcoiners, there's no need to explanation. Just say multi-sig three out two out, out of three, and they understand the, the 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 value proposition and they understand the 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 system how it works. So, how many disputes have occurred? Uh, in uh, how how long's Hoddle Hoddle been operating? Mm, we've been operating since 2018. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we don't say operating because usually exchanges operate and we're not exchange we're a trading platform right. that actually gives a technical tool for people to interact peer-to-peer -to -peer, what right. we've been discussing in the beginning 
So um, yeah, so we are uh, we're doing our part uh, since 2018. Uh, I would say that uh, that the amount of dispute is pretty low. It's well below one percent out of all the trades and and lending contracts and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Why? Because we also have a reputation system. So mm. as long as you com you need to com you complete several trades successfully, people recommend you. People uh, give you a stars or they give you a feedback. And then at some point you're just growing, 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 and uh, you have a lot of. Now we have a lot of sellers and buyers on the platform who are very reputable and who has a who have a good rating. And this rating is actually based not uh, what what the best part. It's actually proof of work type of rating. So you need to do your work well, and uh, it's a perfect reputation system. I would say you need to do your work well. Uh, you need to prove that you're actually working and doing your part of, of, of the of the trade uh, in order to be successful, I think, on any peer-to-peer -peer platform. Because people usually prefer, most of the people who understand, they usually prefer proof-of-work kind of reputation over better price or, or better conditions of the trade. So I would, I would, I see that people are willing to maybe have less discount or even pay premium by but they want to trade or they want to do a lending contract with more reputable person right okay let's let's break it down into the two different uh, things so trading and then lending and let's take the plebs yeah. through um like both processes so for a noob to the site that hasn't used it before um what yep. can they expect to find when they log on? How, how are they going to be able to set up an account and uh, and start you know trading and interacting with the uh, with fellow peers on the platform? Oh, it takes. I think it takes less than a minute. You need to have an email and that's it, and, and figure out the password. And in fact, actually, next year we're moving uh, to even simplifying the process itself at uh, like. He, most probably you you don't need to have uh, you won't need to have an email. It will be way more anonymous to 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 sign up for Huddle Huddle. We are we're building a new kind of features and infrastructure for trading platform. In fact, I would say that uh, by the end of this year, beginning next year, the trading platform that we'll have and lending platform that we have, we're going to present a new version which will be very very simplified version of what we have now because uh, at the moment hodl hodl trading part at least is a bit complicated for noobs and and people who are not familiar with with all the all the things but the good part is that we've over the course of the years we've invested pretty heavily in education so all questions that you have uh, if you have anything, you can always check uh, the guiding section, help section on our platform. You can go to YouTube, you can check the videos, you can you can educate yourself pretty easily. Or you can actually do a more simple and more preferable thing. You can write a support email and they will help you and guide you through. Is this all web-based at the moment or is there an app? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's all web-based, both okay. our trading and lending platform. 
uh, we decided that uh, we want to make it simple as it is. So no need to install anything. Uh, but we're also considering different options because uh, we want this thing and our projects to be uh, to become more decentralized. And if you and if it's web-based, it's it's it probably has a server and all that stuff. And we do understand that. We never say that we're a decentralized uh, platform. We say we're peer-to-peer non-custodial trading and lending platform. We're not decentralized. We still have some centralized points of failure. Uh, We are always honest about that. But um, yeah, we're moving in that direction because, uh, well, you see what's happening with uh, like the the recent thing with Tornado Cash, you know, Uh, doesn't take you more than one week to shut down and and, uh, like significantly uh, harm to to the protocol that was uh, decentralized. I would say, to some extent. I, I got to admit, I have no idea what Tornado Cash is. Okay, I, don't. <laughs> I, I actually, I, I, I wasn't aware about it uh, until until before this week. But uh, <laughs> you know, I just uh, I just watched it from the side. You know, I, I was pretty interested. I know in that how... was some developers arrested or something. Is that what happened? Yeah, it's it's it, it's basically as far as I understand, Tornado Cash is uh, like Whirlpool or um, like it's a coin join for Ethereum. Uh, and uh, yeah, they just uh, added uh, to to the blacklist basically this Tornado Cash, and they added several addresses, and they arrested developer, and they took it down, and so it's I, I it's still working. Um, well, I, I I I haven't been following since then, uh, but as far as I know, it's still working. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's something not very pleasant. Although I'm not a fan of Ethereum, but uh, I'm also not a fan of people going to the jail because they write an open source code. You know, mm. uh, I, I I do I generally think it's it's a, it's a bad precedent to be honest. Yeah, very dangerous. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. So, but basically, just some other kind of scammy DeFi app written on top of Ethereum, which Safedean would say is the mother asshole from which all shitcoins spread. <laughs> <laughs> the, the uh, yeah, another example. Uh, okay, so a player has set up email password he's on the trading platform now so what does he see he sees bids and offers flicking up like an exchange Uh, yeah yeah he sees an offer list actually he can filter this offer list whether what currency he wants to operate in uh, i don't know what size of the trade he wants to operate in with uh, in which region he wants to operate finally uh, if he uh, he can also publish his own offer, so it's free to create your own offer, which we always kind of say to people, you know, create your own offer because uh, if one single person is going to start creating and everyone will be creating an offer, we will have more liquid market uh, and we will have more volume. Effectively, it's good for Bitcoin, you know. Um, so yeah, he either creates an offer or he accepts an offer. Then all the processes that I have described to you occurs. We create a multi-signature address. There's a trade, and basically that's it. So 
after the trade they just give feedback to each other they give a rating and uh, one has uh, fiat and another one or stable coins let's say and another one has uh, bitcoin right okay so i'm putting in an order now just to play around with it and i can ask you questions as we go so max uh, so payment window maximum and average yeah. release time maximum uh why don't you um talk about you know what what that means well, payment window is basically in which uh, time frame you want to be paid right. for your Bitcoin. And uh, uh, this is usually average release time is basically every every uh, trader, every seller, they have this uh, average release time. Uh, so you can see how fast he reacts when he receives the fiat. So you mm -hmm. can actually predict something. Uh, also, payment window in the profile of the person means how fast the person pays when he sees the Bitcoin in, in uh, locked into multisig. So it has two meanings basically. If you're looking at the profile, uh, it can it can mean that people like person if he's a buyer, he's pretty fast. Like let's say his payment window is like a couple hours, or one hour, or twenty minutes. Uh, and, and on exchange, it also can mean a process, the payment window in which you need to complete the transfer of the funds. Okay. Now, you've also got here um, the, the payment method, which uh, you've got a bank, a huge list of banks. Um... Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, I, would, I would say, honestly, and our developers know that and then, uh, this is one of the, my personal pain points. I, I would say it's uh, the payment methods uh, thing is pretty rubbish at the moment. We have a lot of different payment methods, uh, a lot of different banks. So you can choose. You Definitely you will find one that, that, that uh, is acceptable for you. Um, but we're planning to rework it significantly as well. So it will be way more easier to, to navigate yourself through all these methods and, and all this stuff. Gotcha. And then payment type, you've got bank wire, cash, online payment system, and cryptocurrency. Yeah. So you can use any other shitcoin to buy or sell Bitcoin if you want to do that, of course. So if you are looking to um, buy Bitcoin, you can yeah. use something else if, if you have that shitcoin. Yeah. So, for example, we saw some trades happening where people are transferring Ethereum to Bitcoin, you know, or or something else. So it's it's it also a use case. All right. And then um, also, like people can use Revolut. Uh, you know, you've got a bunch listed here. So let's just say someone's got a Revolut account. They want to buy some Bitcoin. They go on there, yeah. they find the person that, that they're happy with that price, they're happy with that amount, they seem to have a, a pretty good rating, and bam, they say, all right, done, I want to trade with you. You've got a 30-minute max window up, perhaps, so you've got 30 minutes to link your uh, Revolut payment to to that transaction. Is that is that how it works? Yeah, so as soon as the Bitcoins are in escrow, you just uh, ask for a person, give me your Revolut credentials or details. You're transferring him like, let's say, 50, 50 pounds uh, in Revolut. Uh, he receives that, that and he releases Bitcoin in your favor. 
So in in some cases, when there's a like online payment system, or there's a stable coin, or there's another shit coin, you can actually complete the trade under 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty like for peer to peer market, it's pretty fast, I would say. All right. So now that's trading out of the way. Lending. How? Yeah, lending. What, what can lending plebs do on the, the lending side of things? Oh, they can do a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, <laughs> the best part, they don't need to sell their Bitcoin, which is a dream of every, of every pleb. Now, on the lending, actually, the system works similarly. So you go on the landing again, email and, uh, and password. But uh, again, we are moving from that probably next year. Uh, so again, you find an offer that you want to, uh, that, that suits you, or you can create your own offers if no offer suits you. And uh, then you create a contract with a person. Uh, let's say you are a borrower and he's a lender. And again, we create a multi-signature address with three three keys. One goes to the lender, one goes to the borrower, and one goes to the platform itself. Now, borrower sends Bitcoin to the escrow. Mm -hmm. Let's say I'm borrowing uh, with one Bitcoin. I want to borrow 15,000 and I want to lock in as a collateral one Bitcoin because all loans on our platform are over collateralized. Means you need to put into collateral more than, than you will actually receive in terms of loan. Is there a uh, fixed percentage as, on that collateralization? Uh, no, we have a different scale from 30 to 70%. You can choose. Uh, okay. We didn't went far in terms of you can choose 37 on 48, which is, hey, guys, it, it's it's far more flexible than any other custodial lending platform out there because they because if you go to any custodial platform they will give you like a couple of options maybe no options at all and they will say hey you either play by our rules or you don't play at all now um, so just you to make this in... easy for for the plebs let's say um, like that that person wanted to borrow the equivalent of the price of one bitcoin. Uh, yeah. And they choose to over collateralize by 50%. So they would have to yeah. send one and a half Bitcoin into the escrow. No, so they I'm... actually need to send two, two Bitcoin into the escrow if they want to borrow a uh, money amount that, that will allow them to buy one whole Bitcoin. So it's 50% double, double the collateral amount. Okay. Okay. So uh, let's say now the price of Bitcoin is twenty-four thousand uh, dollars. You need to put forty-eight thousand worth of collateral into the into the escrow. Yeah. Right. So you're putting the collateral. We are informing the lender. Hey, he can always he can actually always double check uh, on the public blockchain with any blockchain explorer that he trusts. That hey, there's a multi-signature address, and then and there is uh, a needed amount of Bitcoin. So he can always he can always there's a full transparency as I mentioned to you. Um, at least transparency to to the participants of the trade or the, to the participant of the lending contract. He sees that and he transfers you stable coins. So uh, our lending platform operates uh, in stable coins. So you can receive stable coins. You receive those stable coins, you inform 
uh, again, stable coins is pretty easy to verify because they use blockchain. We can see that, that there has been a transfer from one address to another address. Borrower informs uh, us, hey, I received the payment. And then we start the contract. Uh, basically, contract duration starts at that point. So let's say the contract is for six months. In six months, borrower comes back and say, hey, I'm happy to repay you this amount. He repays with interest, uh, like let's say top 10% on top of what he has borrowed. And lender receives the, the repayment and he say, yeah, I received that. And he signs a release transaction in favor of the borrower. And uh, we, they release, they, not we, they release. Uh, Bitcoin from the escrow back to the borrower's wallet. Can the payment be made back? Does it have to be made back in stablecoin or? Uh, well, you can cover from. Bitcoin? You can cover from collateral as well. You can repay mm -hmm. with with the Bitcoin, but uh, people don't like to repay with Bitcoin. I'll be honest with you. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> they 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 would. They would do anything to repay with stable coins because uh, obviously Bitcoin is something that you don't want to uh, lose or you don't want to you don't want to repay with. But but it's a possibility, of course. Yeah, sure. So, what would be a typical use case for somebody to to lend? Uh, excuse me, to borrow against their Bitcoin, and then we'll do a use case for somebody that wants to lend. Uh, well. Most of the time, people just want to, you know, they see like now they see the prices like we have 50 or even 60 percent discount from uh, all time high. And it's actually a good time to borrow. And uh, people just say, hey, the price is cheap. Uh, I want to buy more Bitcoin. So it's eff effectively it's what uh, Michael Saylor do on a smaller scale. You know, mm -hmm. you use your current stack to borrow against that and to increase that. And uh, of course, you hope or you calculate that eventually, like in six months, the price of Bitcoin will be bigger. Um, that's that's the typical use case. So people just want to increase their uh, their um, their uh, stack. Uh, they want to go long uh, on Bitcoin. Uh, what they don't want to do, they don't want to play shitcoin games or DeFi games. They want to use simple solution like multisig. Uh, they don't want to convert the Bitcoin into wrapped Bitcoin or whatever. Uh, they also don't want to use a custodial solution. They don't want to transfer their Bitcoin to some exchanges and to uh, play with uh, play with extra, you know, with, with the leverage. They don't want to do that. They want to keep it simple or they want to keep it more secure or whatever. Uh, we usually, as we allow for anonymous lending, we usually don't make research uh, across our customers <laughs> you know so but yeah most of the use cases that i that i heard uh, are people just generally increasing their stock in that way so for lenders then because they're giving up fiat currency right um i'm I, what, stable what I... coins stable coins which is equivalent to fiat currency okay so i'm trying to figure out who the lender is is the lender someone that is just desperate for a bit of Cash? Uh, no, because they're giving out the cash. They're uh, giving they're out. Look, they're looking for yield. I'm assuming. That yeah, they... yeah, 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 yeah. Right. They're looking for yield, and uh, uh, it can be actually pretty. People who are not familiar with uh, crypto itself, so for them, stablecoin concept is pretty 
pretty understandable and familiar you know it's 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 basically the same fiat but just on top of the blockchain you know mm -hmm. the value doesn't fluctuate at least well in 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 majority of them we're not taking to extreme like luna case and all that stuff happened but um yeah and they just uh, you know mm, or maybe a traders or maybe a people who have bitcoin and they they just uh want to want to earn some extra on top of they have some stable coins around so there's a lot of uh in terms of lenders there's a lot of different profiles as far as i as far as i know as far as i can see people may be less risk intolerant or at least they think that they're risk, uh, less risk intolerant you know uh, so yeah, there's always the lenders, there's always the borrowers. Uh, borrowers are always Bitcoiners, you know, hardcore. Yeah, <laughs> hardcore because, Bitcoiners, you know. Because they're trying to stack. Because you know, yeah, they they want to stack more. You know, they want to they want to buy more Bitcoin with their Bitcoin. Lenders are different kind of profiles. Again, it, it, we allow for anonymous lending and borrowing, and we don't know. You know, we don't do our research. So uh, what, what kind of interest rate would the lender be getting uh, well it depends on the market condition at the moment i would say it's around 10 percent per year uh -huh. which is still higher if we if, if we compare with fiat traditional fiat yeah, of course. rates you know you know and you have the the good thing you have this amazing collateral underlying collateral which is bitcoin uh -huh. which is again highly liquid and the loan is over collateralized so lender is always in terms of in, in case of liquidation lender will receive uh the repayment with with the whole interest so he, it's always win-win for a lender you know um all right um so let's let's like if a pleb is looking to they can do all this in-house right they can come to hodl hodl they can say i want to borrow um x amount like uh 10 yeah. grand whatever and they place their the collateral they find someone that's willing to lend them this for a year uh, so you yeah. know that you're gonna have to pay back uh 11 grand if the, the if it's 10 percent, right so they get that uh that ten thousand. they go on to the trading platform of hodl hodl they make some offers and they try and buy 10,000 pounds worth of Bitcoin. When the contract is coming up in a year's time, they're going to have to sell that. Hopefully that will be, or they're going to have to sell 11,000 pounds worth of, um, yeah. of that Bitcoin that yeah. they bought. If the price has gone up to yeah. then pay back the lender, that there's no incremental yeah. payout, like no monthly payout that you, you have to allocate interest wise. No. The interest is all no. paid at the end of the loan. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty simple, you know. It's it's very simplified. Uh, we we're planning to add more different features like monthly payments, but you can always do a partial repayment. You know, if you are if you want to do a repayment at some point, earlier repayment or partial repayment, or you want to add some more to collateral because you see that uh, the price of collateral is falling down and you don't want to be liquidated. You can always do that. That's an option. We just don't provide you with like, hey, we've generated monthly payment uh, scheme for you. So please stick to that. Mm -hmm. No, we don't care. You know, if you want to, you can do partial repayment in 
whatever 37 days five hours you know or you right. can if you're if you're disciplined enough you can do it every month on the first of i'm gonna repay there there are people like that as well uh but or you can do just a whole repayment at the end of the contract have you do you, have you had any kind of word back where people have formed relationships within the first couple of trades are done and then just carried on professionally outside of the platform and, 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 you know, built kind of friendships up. Do you have any kind of feedback from, uh, from users? I don't recall that actually. We, we, we are trying to not to touch our users. You know, it's, it's basically, we just provide you with technical tools and, and you do your part, you know, and uh, you trade, you lend, you borrow, you do whatever you need to do. Uh, as long as you're not trying to scam another person, um, it's okay. It's a free market, you know, it's a free market and we want to build and provide tools for a free market. And uh, that's one of the reasons why we're not so heavy investing in marketing, for example, is that we believe that if market loves your solution, eventually word of mouth, we will get you there. So I wouldn't say that HODL HODL is, is huge and, and, and big and something like, uh comparable to all centralized exchanges but uh we're growing organically people are referring to us people are onboarding new users and uh, we're there just to provide tools we're not there to you know hey we're custodial type of service send us your precious bitcoin and we're going to give you two percent interest uh you know what what majority of custodial lenders do you know, we just we just like to provide uh, tools and let people do what they want to do with that. So you've you've been going now for about four four and a half years. How's yeah? That, how's that growth been? Has that just been steady? Do you see cycles? Does it come and does it go? Does it depend on what the price is? Doing? Always, I'll be honest. Comparing year to year, it's always steady, and it's uh, at some point, of course, when the price when there's extreme price like uh, volatility, you know, up and down. Of course, we see that there's more people onboarding. But uh, in general, year to year, we're just uh, we're just growing. We're doubling or tripling amount of people, amount of offers, amount of everything what's happening on the platform. So it's pretty organical. All there's right. no ex extreme, you know, we're launching some crazy marketing campaign and, and then we see that there's, hey, there's a, like, 1 million users and boarding and and uh, next month 999,000 are leaving your platform because you know uh, marketing campaign is over no it's just um it's growing organically pretty well so we're happy with that so far all right now let's let's take this back then because we we want to do the rabbit hole story like always uh, and then we can figure out um what led you to to building this in the first place so what were you doing way back when like uh, before you found bitcoin what was your day-to-day -day fiat life i was a private banker and a wealth management <laughs> <laughs> so i was a, for more than 10 years i had a career in banking and but uh, i was always fascinated by internet and technologies so uh, there, I just I, I was just trying to find something that uh, 
compiles my two 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 of my biggest passions finance and 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 an internet or or technology uh, basically something of out of the fintech and uh, i'm lucky that i have found and discovered bitcoin which is i, I think it's the essence of uh, finance and 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 technology you know it's crown jewel of uh, of any fintech because it's money but it's also code and uh, it's an asset for for every person it's something different but it's also programmable money which is code itself and it's amazing still amazing you know five years six years into that and still amazed about bitcoin i was developing i was growing what you can do with that what you can achieve how it's uh how it's way more superior than anything else on the market at the moment so let's go back to your private banking days yeah what what did that look like what was like a, your 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 day-to-day -day job well before you found bitcoin were you advising clients um, on on where to bank certain investments well i was uh, no i was working in different uh, financial institution banks and wealth management companies so i had my client portfolio and i was helping them to allocate funds to open accounts to do their day-to-day -day activities uh, asset buying and selling whatever uh so yeah like wealth management it's it's one kind of story i started with that it's it's basically when the person grants you access to his part of his funds you know and uh, and and you are trying to make money for him mm -hmm. and private banking is a bit different it's more like uh you're acting not only as a financial advisor but you're acting as a lifestyle manager as well you know mm -hmm. if customer needs ticket to chelsea arsenal or Bar barcelona real madrid uh, you can help them so it's high level uh, high-level private banking, which which doesn't stop sometimes, uh, which, which is 99% of the time, of course, is finance and, and money and cash flow and all that stuff. Uh, but there's 1% also of more like private relationship, et cetera, et cetera. No, I, I, honestly, I really like my job <laughs> at that point. But um, at some point, I was just watching the the my mobile phone screen and and uh, reading about bitcoin and uh, one of my former clients he was actually a big bitcoin proponent he actually orange pilled me and uh, at, at some point i remember that i don't remember the day i just remember the environment that i was sitting and i was just uh, and there was just lightning strike me and i understood like well there's no reason for me to exist actually as a banker you know basically what's what's the point because there's everything is moving peer-to-peer -peer. everything is moving into uh you don't need to go to open an escrow in a bank signing the the weird paper you can do it less than a minute on public bitcoin blockchain going to hodl hodl or land or just uh, you know downloading electrum and building multi-signature stuff or there's a lot of interesting thing happening with fediments and all that stuff that 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 is developing at the moment so uh, yeah just understood that there's no purpose of uh i think banks will obviously i'm i don't believe that banks will become obsolete i i i, I do believe i i believe in evolution i don't believe in revolution honestly i just believe that banks will be onboarded at some point to the bitcoin and they will become an infrastructure providers 
uh, and they will become become um, not gateway keepers, but uh, few of the gateways where you can easily convert your Bitcoin to fiat if you need that fiat, of course, or other assets or something like that. So effectively, I, I don't have, I, I don't believe that banks will, you know, we will just destroy all the banks and there will be no banks and everything will be peer to peer. And, um, and, I, and actually, I don't believe that banks are final boss. You know, they don't make the rules. You know, they obey the law. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, but I believe that banks will uh, will be less and less um, retail. I would say rest less to less to the person and more to other companies in terms of providing infrastructure. Bitcoin companies you know, other fintech companies. So I think we're effectively, we're moving in that direction. So at what point then you're sitting there, this, your client is orange pilling you. Uh, I love that. Uh, So like he's clearly a Bitcoiner, but still has some, some leg in the the, the traditional fiat rails. at what point did you just like hands up? No, I'm gone. I got to quit. I can't do this anymore. Like, uh, he he actually offered me a great opportunity to help him build uh, build some interesting uh, Bitcoin project, and I decided, well, that's uh, that's my leap of faith. You know, that's my chance. I need to take it. Uh, so yeah, I, I took the chance. Uh, I had a. I had and I still have a great support from my family so it was it was it was pretty easy for me to decide on that because I understood that I want to I want to do something else you know uh, what was that project? and uh, it was uh, I don't I don't actually recall there was a lot of different things happening simultaneously uh that's actually was one of the reasons why i left uh, in 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 one year because you know it was always very chaotic you know we need to do this and need to do that and and then uh, i met um uh a developer and we decided that we will uh we decided that we want to do something by ourselves and uh we have built uh hodl hodl trading platform uh, and actually before releasing the hodl hodl trading platform uh, on the main net we released testnet and then we actually decided that listen in order to promote our brand we need to create some kind of event and we decided that we should do a baltic honey badger so baltic <laughs> honey badger was effectively uh baltic honey badger was effectively uh uh, conference where we wanted to promote hodl um, hodl initially, but uh, it appeared that it become a independent, self-sustainable beast. Which actually, uh, some people actually less familiar with hodl hodl and and landing landed hodl hodl, and more familiar with Baltic honey badger. But it's okay, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that's part of the story and uh, why we decided to build a non-custodial peer-to-peer trading platform because uh at that point uh, we saw that there's a niche uh, all peer-to-peer platforms was uh custodial like local bitcoins for example uh, and uh, 
and I understood with my banking perspective that they're effectively becoming money transmitters because if you trade with local Bitcoins, you need to send your Bitcoin to their wallet and they will move this wallet from one part of their wallet to the wallet of a buyer or seller, whatever you're doing with that. So they're effectively acting as a middleman and you're trading within their wallet. So they're custodians of your funds, Bitcoin. And at some point I understood, I understood that uh, it's not sustainable uh, type of operations because eventually at some point they will be forced to do a KYC, which actually happened. And uh, people will uh, people will be more educated. They will understand eventually that non-custodial is the way, that it's more transparent, uh, sec more secure, and and it's actually a better way to transact. And that's that's one of the core values of of the Bitcoin, you know. And we just decided to do something else. And uh, yeah, we created a concept of HODL HODL and we launched it. And uh, since then, we just, we just constantly upgrading it, which is constantly developing it and making it better and better. How many of you are on the team? Uh, now it's uh, around uh, 20 people. Wow. So it's it started so it's, with you two. And then uh, yeah. just kept growing. Yeah, and like from the beginning, I was I was like basically one man orchestra. You know, I was a tester, I was a UI UX designer, I was business developer, I was blah blah blah. Yeah, started with just two of us, uh, and and now it's twenty people. And uh, yeah, a so lot of things have changed within industry, within people, uh, but. Uh, yeah, some some things are unchanged, and I'm happy with that. That's what I was going to ask. Like, how have you guys managed to um, dance with uh, regulations, or are you somewhat completely under the radar? How, how does that um, work? Where you uh, are? we are, well, as I mentioned, we just provide technical tools. We don't have any single power of moving funds. You know, when you send funds. Uh, to escrow it's a public bitcoin blockchain escrow and we only have one key to that with our one key we cannot do anything it's just a technical setup uh, we're basically acting as a backup technical partner or backup key holder you know and uh, so yeah this is uh, non-custodial is the way basically mm -hmm. Uh, of course, uh, the environment is changing, and we're following that. But uh, we're also we're also planning to move into even more, uh, I would say, trustless and and more robust type of uh, setups. Uh, I'm not going to disclose what there will be, but uh, we're also thinking in that sense that we want to. To make hodl hodl and our lending more decentralized in that sense what's the like uh, kind of scene over there in, in latvia is bitcoin uh, a huge thing already is it picking up steam what have you seen in the last few years uh, i would say that uh, there's literally uh nothing is happening mostly unfortunately at this point uh the community is pretty small and uh, it's uh, I think that now, as far as I have heard, 
now the the government and and some enthusiasts are trying to to build up a community they're they're trying to engage in educational stuff they're trying to engage in regulatory stuff but i would say that comparing to france germany spain uk whatever any big country or not even big country like netherlands for example or switzerland uh i'm i'm speaking about geographical sizes of mm -hmm. course not people wise but uh even comparing to estonia which is our neighbor neighboring country um the 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 bitcoin bitcoin community in latvia is very small very small so unfortunately it is as it is and even for baltic honey badger 99.5 percent people who are visiting honey badger are people coming from abroad so it's north america europe asia australia new zealand just name it a lot of different locations but a very small amount of local people attending and you you're part of the european union do you have the euro or did you keep your own currency yeah we we, we, we have euro we have euro right that's yeah. all euros right okay cool uh yeah it's um it's very well spoken of the the conference uh, i know uh, a lot of the maxis that that I speak to were at the original conference and just loved it and rave about it and um, know it's very much a Bitcoin maxi kind of party in the Baltics. Uh, I'm looking yeah. forward to, to coming and checking it out. Uh, obviously, everybody was very disappointed uh, because of lockdown. Um, two years have passed, I believe, since your last. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Last one was 2018. Uh, it was it was the biggest out of the three that we've made, but this one this year's is going to be bigger. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we love that as well. But you know, Honey Badger is not like a typical conference. is is more like a, I would say it's more like tribe gathering. You know, people with with similar similar vision. They just come to the conference. And also, you know, there, there's like public treatment that it's a, hey, that's a maxi conference. You know, they're, they're like, you know, bad maxis are coming into one place. Uh, not at all. You know, everyone is very polite. Everyone is very nice. And uh, the vibe is very relaxed. We, we, we don't like, we don't want to make it as a, like, uh, you know, something official or something that you need to, you need to enjoy that that's that's the main thing you need to enjoy that as a as a visitor you need to enjoy that as a speaker uh as a volunteer so the the number one thing you need to enjoy that so we try to keep it you know very relaxed easygoing and everyone speaking with everyone you know our speakers are not sitting in some kind of vip lounges and you know sipping some champagne you know and not going out uh, no, we don't have that. You know, uh, you, everyone is going around. Everyone is speaking with, with everyone. So you can always ask questions to some people that you only follow in Twitter, for example. That's what it is about uh, Baltic Honey Badger. We're not big, you know. There's no thousands and thousands of people coming in. It's less than 1,000, but it's, um, you know, the smaller is the scale, the, the, the funnier it is. And... Uh, more i would say people are from our from our visitors you know there's a huge percentage of people who are actually aware and they know why they're coming to baltic county badger what they want to achieve you know there's no like people who are just 
walking around and they just want to stick with cool kids you know bitcoin yeah how's your trade going blah 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 like all this uh, all this stuff you know people who are going to baltic honey better they know what they're doing and where they're going and and effectively they know what they want to achieve so that's that's the best part all right let's let's shit it properly what um what's the lineup this year like there, there's two days two full days i think there's a noob day beforehand which is like a side event yeah or- it's it's like uh we have uh, this initiative which is called riga bitcoin week uh, which we did last time in 2019. We decided to do it this year as well. So there's uh, two days of the conference, which is 3rd and 4th of September. Uh, and there's uh, three days of side events. So it's starting with uh, September, uh, 1st of September with Noob Day. It's, uh, it's an entry course to Bitcoin. So basically it's it's mostly for people who are unfamiliar or less familiar they want to be educated they want to know what is wallet how to transact how to buy how to sell maybe how to borrow i don't know um then there's a layer two day on the 2nd of september which is uh the day that dedicated to layer two technologies built on top of bitcoin lightning liquid rsk maybe maybe we will add something else then there's third and fourth September main event, and then there's on fifth of uh, September there's BTC Pay Server Day, uh, which is uh, which is an event that organized BTC Pay Server team. They did that uh, first time in 2019, and they decided that they want to do it again. And we're happy to help them. We provide them with some spaces and and all that stuff. So it's pretty funny, uh, but it's invitation only. So it's this kind of side event, uh, invitation only, and you need to buy tickets. Some some side events are actually included into ticket price, and some like BTC Pay Server Day, uh, you need to buy a ticket to that. Right. Okay. So it's um, five days, five days of 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 the pure content. The 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 two days of uh, the actual conference is, is that the usual kind of look. Like there's going to be different companies set up with booths you can go and check out. There'll be different stages or one stage and you've got speakers. Yeah, we'll have uh, this time, this will, will be first time when we will have two stages. So one will be a Bitcoin stage and we'll have SAT stage. So one will be <laughs> uh, maybe a bit less technical. Another one will be like very technical indeed. Uh, we will have a small exhibitors hall. You know, we're, we are usually we are pretty picky in terms of sponsors and exhibitors. We, we usually re- refuse a lot of because we 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 have our own policy who we want to see as a as a, as a sponsors. Uh, we will also have uh, chill out zone when you can just go and chill out and, and watch live stream. Um, and the best part that we actually love to do is we will have a street food corner with uh, different street food trucks, put it all over the place. And so you can just go and hopefully the weather will be okay, but you know, it's Baltics and can be rainy. 
where you can just go outside and enjoy beer with uh, I don't know with 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 some steaks and something oysters and whatever we have different types of food trucks so yeah it's just like it, it's a conference still you know stage and speakers and agenda and and all that uh, I know that there will be a lot of interesting announcement announcements I'm gonna make some announcements by myself so I know that for sure but <laughs> um anyway yeah it's it's not like you enter there's a station there's nothing around you know we we, we try although the, the the venue is not not like very big but it's very cozy and it's very nice and you can go out you can go to the second floor you can go to the first floor you can interact with different people uh you can just speak you can do business you can work you can do whatever you want Sounds awesome, mate. I'm very much looking forward to it. Where can the plebs buy tickets and what are the uh, the prices? Do they, do they fluctuate? Is there different grades? Uh, no, we actually decided this year that we're going to have one price. It's uh, 300 euros at the moment and we're probably not going to raise the price anymore. Uh, you can buy it at uh, baltichoneybadger.com. So you go there, you can buy it with fiat or you can buy it with Bitcoin. Uh, so baltichoneybetcher.com, the price is 300. Uh, the, the ticket itself allows you to go to uh, one side event, which is layer two day on, on the 2nd of September. It's included uh, main event, third and fourth. Uh, of course, there will be some goodies, goodie bags, and uh, we also provide the best part that I actually like about the conference is that we provide also lunch and, and, and food and uh, it's included in the ticket. So you don't need to think about where I, where I can go and, and grab something to eat. We actually, it's actually included in, 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 in the ticket. So when you oh, buy cool. a ticket to Honey Badger, you can just enjoy two days of great content and you don't need to think about anything else. And that food you can just pick up from any one of the food trucks that you've got in? Or is that uh, yeah, this, this, No, no, no. The system uh, this year will work like uh, we will distribute some, some promo codes and you can just go and pick up uh, from different trucks what, what you prefer, you know? Someone prefer fish, someone prefer meat, someone prefer hamburger, whatever. Mate, that's awesome. How many have you sold so far? Do, do you have any inside track on that? Uh, we have, at the moment, we have around 700 people uh, coming in, but um, usually like two, three weeks before the conference, uh, people are starting to rushing in. So the phone I expect we yeah, we we will see higher higher rate of of higher amount of people coming to Honey Badger. Is there a is there a cap on the amount of people you can accept into the venue? Uh, yeah, there is a cap. Uh, it's it's basically around nine hundred, one thousand. Well, it's it's probably nine hundred. So there's not so many tickets left. It's basically a hundred hundred fifty tickets left, and and that's it. We're closing. Bacon in some scarcity. I love it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, we we want to make it uh, like uh, we don't want to make it like big event where we want people to enjoy it, uh, and they, we want the people to enjoy their own private space as well. You know, you don't want to have like a venue which is designated for one thousand people, 
just uh, for 2,000, 3,000 people who are just sitting on the head of each other and, and that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep, I got gotcha. you. All right, man. It, well, this has been uh, excellent getting to know you, getting to know the service. Uh, I hope uh, the plebs have enjoyed this rip and um, are very much now considering coming to the Baltic Honey Badger if they have not already signed up. Uh, I'm looking forward to being there. I know there's going to be a, another great bunch of maxis uh, to, to go and hang out with. A lot of people know some of the names. Um, is there anybody that uh, you want to shill? I think you've made most announcements now, haven't you, on the Yeah, on the we, we, we made most announcements on the website. Uh, there's basically uh, Adam Beck, Peter Todd, uh, Marty Bent, Matt Adel, uh, Michael Saylor remotely. Uh, Jack Mallers and uh, a lot of different uh, different people. There will be some more to be announced, uh, and uh, but but yeah, follow the announcement. There will be some last minute. Uh, I think great speakers, uh, and uh, hopefully you will just enjoy the 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 conference we you know the the good thing about honey badger we like to mix people who are very familiar within the community and people who are might be for example less active on twitter they have like 1000 2000 followers something like that but they do have something to say and they do develop some interesting stuff so uh honey badger was always not not just uh you know, we're trying to get as many familiar faces as there is. We're also trying to discover new faces and discover new people who who have uh, something to say and they want to be there and they want their voice to be heard. So th- this is this is the best part, I think. One of the best part. Yeah, of course. And, you know, sharing steak dinners with other plebs, it's, uh, it's always great. Yeah. yeah. I got to ask you one last question, mate. If you had one orange pill left to give to somebody, who would you give it to and why? Um, I would give it to Peter Schiff, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I think that would be uh, an amazing success story of Bitcoin, I would say. That that would be a best advertising for Bitcoin. Honestly, I w- I would love to do that. Uh, I I enjoy watching the debate the debates and all that stuff, but I would I would honestly give it to Peter Schiff because I would love his his mind his mindset to be shifted. If I would have m- more time, I would probably come up with more original answer or something like that. But uh, no, I would I would give it to Peter Schiff because I would be I would think that it would be a really great promotion for Bitcoin. You There's know? no wrong answer, mate. That's the beauty of that yeah. question. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, where can people find out more about you? Where where's best to to point people towards if they want to find out about uh, Hoddle Hoddle you, uh, the conference is there a best place for them to? Well, we have to? a pretty simple Twitter uh, Twitter name at Hoddle Hoddle. Basically, you know, you just you just sign up, uh, you you go to Twitter and you just follow us. Uh, we also share new we don't we don't we not only share news about our trading lending platform. We also share news on Hoddle Hoddle about our conference. 
We're going to share live stream there as well. So yeah, just follow Hodl Hodl. My personal account uh, is uh, Kdun M, which is uh, kind of uh, hard to pronounce, probably. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can attach it maybe to some to, to to your podcast episode on some platforms. But yeah, I would prefer people just to follow Hodl um, Hodl. Will be it, it would be more than enough for us and follow the news about our platform all right brother well great to um great to do this rip thank you so much for sharing everything and uh good luck with the conference thank you very much thank you thank you for having me it was a pleasure and uh, i see you in riga and i see everyone else in riga we're waiting for you all right cheers see you well, there you go, guys. If you didn't have the FOMO for Riga, you probably do now, considering those tickets pretty much have a hard cap, and I don't even know if they're on sale. There were no discount codes for any Riga tickets from anyone, uh, and that's because they get sold out every time, and they don't really care. Uh, they just want to bring the Maxis together and have a great time and have a party and, and talk Bitcoin and learn from each other and meet each other. I can't wait to go. It's going to be my first time in that country, in Latvia. So, yeah, hope to see you there, guys, whoever's going. And thank you, Max, as well, for, for sharing everything that um, you came on the, the show here to, uh, to tell us. So if you want to check out the service of Hoddle Hoddle, you know where to go. Just go over to the website, start playing around with it, and see if that is a solution for your stacking. Uh, we need more services. More. So if you want to start building... Reach out to these guys because many of them are collaborative. This is what Bitcoin is all about. And I know for a fact there are more, more non-KYC services being built out there. And I hope that they launch soon for the plebs. Uh, but competition and free markets is a good thing. That's what we want in the space. So anyway, thank you again, Max. Really appreciate it. Looking forward to meeting you. If you do want to check out some of the other stacking services, you know who sponsored the show by now. Your boys over in the US are Swan Bitcoin, and they are an incredible team of Bitcoiners. On this side of the pond, we have Relay, R-E-L-A-I.ch, and of course, Coin Corner, coincorner.com. Both services, awesome team, brilliant Bitcoiners. Go and check them out, but please make sure you're stacking safely. Take control of them. Use the Bitbox 02 Bitcoin Only Edition hardware wallet that is going to keep your sats nice and safe for you, for the future, and for your family in years to come. Uh, like I said, get across to Riga. If not, get across to Prague for Liberty Now Lifetime. Hit the link in the show notes. Use the code there to get yourself a discount. Get across to Amsterdam. The Miami Conference organizers, the BTC Media, BTC Magazine, they're coming to Europe, and they chose Amsterdam as their town of choice. So get across there. I'm looking forward to uh, interviewing some people on stage at that one. Uh, Pacific Bitcoin is being run by Swan. So you can go and party with the Swan team. All of the members of the Swan team are going to be there for that week. It's going to go down in LA on the West Coast in the US. If you can get over there, why not go and enjoy the winter in November where it's still sunny and party with the Swan guys. Uh, Consensus Network. They are going to unlock your friends and family that do not speak English natively because they are transforming as many Bitcoin books into as many different languages as possible. Support the plebs. 
buy from plebs, don't buy from Amazon. You can use Bitcoin to pay or you can use the code BITTEN to get yourself a 10% discount as well. Go check out Ungovernable Misfits. Get yourself a t-shirt or a hoodie or whatever you fancy. Mr. Crown and Max from the Bit by Bit Pod have put this website together. It's incredible merch. Get your discount by using Bitten or hitting the link in the show notes. Take care, guys. Always a great rip. Enjoy the show. And uh, yeah, reach out on Twitter for any banter. Take care. Bye-bye.